I never want to leave the gym feeling like I just crushed it and and like I'm amazing. Like I want that to be the fight day. You know, like I never want to leave that gym feeling like, man, I'm the best in the world, blah, 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 blah. I want to leave feeling like, man, that was good, but I could have done that better. Or I could have done that a little bit different, or I should have done this, or I should have done that. Because that makes you grow to where like the night that you step into or, or the day that you step into whatever you're doing, you're like, man, I'm like, there was not a single day that I didn't have more growth and feel like I needed to make more growth. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, what's up, people? Welcome back to Black Belt Beauty Radio. Today's conversation is with Macy the Future Barber. Macy is a 21-year-old professional mixed martial artist from Wisconsin who fights in the UFC. She holds seven professional wins, no losses, and a powerful mental framework that has her on track to becoming a rising star. Her entrance into the UFC was officially made with her impressive win in the octagon when she was featured on Dana White's Contender Series in 2008. She's an exciting fighter with power and a relentless style. So one of the first things that really caught my attention with Macy is her incredible confidence. She is not shy at all in letting the world know that she will become a UFC champion in her near future, hence her nickname, The Future. With that said, she's a growth-minded girl who is on a very curious path to developing her greatest potential in and out of the octagon. We had a lot of fun, as you will clearly hear with all of our cackles in this episode. You know, we talk about her backstory on how she arrived to become a mixed martial artist, her adversities with weight cutting and metabolism issues, how she's navigating through that process, what she's loving in her career right now, and a lot more. I really love how focused and determined Macy is to actualize the vision she holds for her career. And it's just a lot of fun to witness her process from mindset to action as she moves towards it. Her next fight will be at UFC Boston on October 18th against Jillian Robertson, and it's going to be one not to miss. I really think you will appreciate her mental framework and just, you know, her charisma, her enthusiasm towards her career and really towards life. So I'm excited to hit play and let you take in this awesome conversation with Macy Berber. Enjoy. Macy girl. Woohoo. We are podcasting the house. Yeah, I love how we. <laughs> I know. First time ever. <laughs> Isn't that so fun? First time. It's so ever. weird. Yeah. Social media is such a trip. Or it's so weird when you like see somebody and you feel like you've known them even if, forever. Even, there's that's one version. Like, that's like our like version. Me. I know. <laughs> In a different body. <laughs> Hi, me. <laughs> my twin but I a little older it. oh i right just on a different level you don't right look now that like much older though no thanks yeah, i mean i'm just um i don't even know what age no truly my my best friend we were doing a podcast the other day and she was asking me these questions for this thing that we were doing she's like how old do you feel and i was like i don't feel old i literally don't feel old i don't feel age and that's why you know for my birthday um i posted you know i don't feel age i feel levels 
And it's, I think that there is something really powerful when you're looking at it that way. I mean, listen, if you're not doing your life in a way right. that's going to take care of you, you're going to yeah. fucking feel old. Yeah. And it's not necessarily just how you look on the outside. Yeah. Right. We were talking about that earlier. It's like, it's all about how you feel yeah. on the inside. Right. It's huge. Yeah. You're into that. You're into, I love that you're super dialed into taking care of yourself um i mean listen you're having four sigmatic for the first time right now. oh my gosh that's i am so going to the store and buying the whole shelf you're the whole the, shelf the, of four sigmatic the best part is it hasn't even like wait till the mushroom adaptogens like i mean this is all chaga it's so healthy for you you People know you're gonna think it's weird when i say i'm drinking mushrooms not anymore girl <laughs> like what is it it wasn't denver well, that that's care. legal oh yeah yep yep <laughs> But this is I'm not out. that mushroom. This is not that kind of mushroom. <laughs> not that kind of mushroom. We're science. This is a healthy, nerdy mushroom. This is a this is a healthy biohacking, nerdy mushroom. Yes, we'll stop there. That is perfect. <laughs> perfect. Girl, this is so fun. I'm so excited. So, how's everything? Okay, how was your morning today? How was my drink? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> my morning was good too. I went and did physical therapy on my hand and. I didn't even know. Okay, so I had cupping done on my my wrist. I didn't even know that was a thing. Did they do like, the I fire knew or? Was a thing? No, they just like suction your. Yeah. It hurt. Like there, it was. It was, I was so tight that like it was indented in. Yeah. On the cup. Dang. And so when you would flex, it would look really weird. That's weird. But that weird. just shows how tight my hand was. Yeah, I've had cupping my on my wrist. wrist before too. It's so weird on the top of my wrist. It's so weird, and then when they do like the movements. It's yeah painful totally but it's weird there's a release afterwards right like does you how does it feel yeah now? It's, i mean it's still it's still pretty sore but there was definitely a, a lot of relief immediately afterwards after the cup came off and everything's feeling a lot better for the most part yeah i mean you're moving I mean, along we're great so much improvement on that like my my thumb mobility is way past what they thought it was going to be that's so dope really good yeah dude i love how dedicated you are to your levels i love how dedicated you are to your performance like to your you know your overall performance like we were talking earlier having a rad dinner we we're talking about just like life stuff and just like you know things that are really interesting to you like the mindset stuff and i think that you know and you're so young you know i say that so respectfully but it's easy when we're younger to kind of overlook these things because things are just you don't feel it the same way when you're younger you can get away with so much more is what i'm trying to say right but what, what athletes put their body through even if you are young like yeah. the amount of trauma that you put your body through yeah like i feel like you're gonna feel that a lot sooner you know sure like the aging. especially fighting so if yeah oh yeah Fuck. i mean you put yourself through so much training and everything and yeah and i think that why not take care of your body and like take care of it the best that you can to maximize your performance and to kind of avoid those those pitfalls of of like you know getting injury yeah injury and, yeah or, issues or feeling like the aging process faster totally you You're know because like, i don't want to yeah i don't want to be like 30 years old and, and not be able to walk or like be, right be hurt you know yeah and i feel like taking care of your body from the inside out mm -hmm. is what is going to help with that I mean, I can attest to that, girl. I know. That's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the only reason why I like you, okay, is because I feel like I can get something. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> you're so cute so no I love it I love it I love it I love when you ask me questions yeah. I love it because I'd love to share I love you know I mean it's 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 a really rad feeling to know that you know you have this knowledge and you have this wisdom or you have this experience whatever and you're able to if it's if it's if it's also able to to better somebody else's life um, that's a really rad feeling, you know? So I oh, love yeah. when I get questions and, you know, I love supporting however I can. And I like going back to what I was saying, it's like, it's so fun to witness you, you know, you're, you're fresh into, I mean, you're starting your career basically, even though you've been doing mm-hmm. yeah, your whole life of like, yeah. yeah. And this is rad. I just love how you're taking it so full on in such a mindful way of like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do all the things that need to get done to the best of my ability from all the different angles. Um, what are you having the most fun with right now in your career? Honestly, I think everything. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, just life in general. I mean, just in terms of life, like I was given the don't do anything halfway. Yeah. From like my parents, you know, my upbringing. Mm-hmm. But deep down, I'm still a woman and we over we overdo everything. You know, we <laughs> overanalyze, we overthink, we over yeah. We over exaggerate. We overdo everything. Sure. And so like for me, I over plan. Yeah. I over like I over train. I over like I'll plan my week out every single day of the week. Like yeah. that's just how I am. Yeah. And so I think that like more so in the last year I've just learned to really just enjoy the moment and mm-hmm. and just like you can't you can't plan even though you can plan some things, you can't plan everything. So just learning to enjoy it and and that's something I've just done in the last few months mainly is just being where did, happy. Where did that come from? What do you think the switch was in like the last couple months that led you to be more? I think it's just more? the maturity. Yeah? Yeah, I just think it's like when you're younger, you just try to, you know, you try to make everything happen. Yeah, you're right? more aggressive and Rather than and just forceful. being like, okay, things are going to happen the way they can. And what I can control, I'll, I'll control and I'll make them the best that I can. Yeah. But then the other things you can't control, you can't change the outcome on mm-hmm. certain things. So, you know, for example, you know, say I, I was offered a fight and yeah. I took that fight. Like I could make the fight happen. Like I can say yes to taking the fight. Mm-hmm. And I can say yes to training and, and putting everything I can into that. Yeah. But let's say for whatever reason, it just so happens that I was to get injured in a training camp. Mm-hmm. That's not something I can... Can, yeah. can purposely be like, oh, I'm not going to make that happen. Or I am going to make that happen. You right. know, that's not a decision you make. But the decision that you do make is what's going to come from that. You know, what's going to yeah. come from that injury? Are you going to let that mess with your head? Are you going to let that, you know, get you down? Or are you going to let that be as a, like something that's like, okay, it happened. What can I do from that? You yeah. know, and that's, that's even something mainly is like with my nutrition. Yeah. Is, I didn't necessarily make myself in a bad position by yeah. like the dieting that I have had done. Yeah. Um, you were okay. So just for context for, yeah, there was some, so you were for a period on a 500 calorie diet. Extremely low. Yeah. Which I was is on so a gnarly. 500 calorie diet. I my can't. First can't cut. Yeah. My first cut to 115, I was put on, you know, like I had never dieted before. Like I came from training and fighting and like training to fight. Um, took my first fight. As an amateur at 135. Oh, 135. So that's what I used to walk around at. Like for that fight, for my amateur fight, mm-hmm. I literally just had my lunch, mm-hmm. had a sip of water. We drove down to where the weigh-ins were and I stepped on the scale and that was it. Like I was walking around at 135 healthy. Yeah. Um, 
And then I decided that when I started, decided to turn pro, yeah, you can't really fight at 135 when you're five foot four. Like, sure, I wasn't. I wasn't a big 135er. Like, I was just a normal person, right? You know? Yeah. Um. So fighting at 115 was the next one down because I don't have 125. Right. So I was looking at the right. bigger picture of, yeah. you know, I'm not going to go to a, a weight class and I'm not going to be able to go to the highest level at. So um, I decided to go to 115 and I was put on a really low calorie diet. Yeah. I didn't know it was that low. I, you know, I just went to some professionals, thought they were professionals and trusted the system and trust the process. And that's what I could make happen. Right. And yeah. so I just did that and didn't really think about it too much because I just thought I trusted someone and, uh, it really screwed my metabolism up and then I never really came out of that. Yeah. Well, you haven't yet. Right. We're in the process. Yeah. And, right and now. we're still like, in the process. And, yeah. and like we were talking about earlier is it's like the knowledge that I have gained mm-hmm. from all of this process. Yeah. From metabolism to fluid retention and water and hormones and everything that I've learned from this yeah. is like, even though I'm still not quite out of it. I would never go back and I don't know if I would ever go back and change it. Yeah. You know, I get like it. I totally get it. Yeah. We, we, you know, we, I've, you know, talked about my story when I was 16, 17 and, um, you know, injured my knee, three knee surgeries later. So yep. three years of wow, basically, three? I've had three. Yeah. I tore okay. my ACL Taekwondo, did this killer kick landed. Did you get on video? No. Oh, well, I, <laughs> Did you this is like someone knock someone out? Anything? I mean, I know. No, <laughs> no I'm actually my brother and I were talking about it the other day. Though. He's like, I remember that because it was a dope kick. We were like the run jump kicks, you know, oh, yeah. Taekwondo. And but landed, twisted my knee and then just excruciating pain, hit the ground, couldn't walk for three days. We didn't have insurance. So, you know, I didn't go to the doctors and, you know, I knew something was wrong. I couldn't walk. But three right. days later, I, I could. And then just to fast forward on my story a bit, um, I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was a couple months later that, you know, and I started skateboarding again, surfing, doing the things that I was doing at that age in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I was doing it on a torn ACL and I didn't know. And so then like one night in the middle of the night, my mom knocks my door to see if I got home yet or whatever. And I jumped up to open the door and she, uh, and then when I jumped up, I just, that was it. I hit the ground, I collapsed and I was in even more excruciating pain than when I tore my ACL. So, and between that time, I should say... So, did say, you tear it again? No, so this is what happened. Oh. So, so, and I, I should say this, because I wonder, like, this could be helpful for somebody who's listening, I don't know. But between that time, like, I remember I'd be sitting in, like, history class or whatever, and all of a sudden, my knee would do this weird, like, whoa, like, it's going to lock or it would get... Like, in, it's unsteady. Like, unstable, yeah, exactly. Okay. So then, you know, I hit the ground, it's the middle of the night, my mom goes back, she's like, oh, I'm going to bed, okay, whatever, and then... I'm fucking Sounds like le- mom. <laughs> Sounds like a mom. She's like, I just need to make it's sure okay. you're okay. Now I'm going to bed, but I'm done in pain. Hit her up, like had to call her. And I was like, I need to go to the hospital. Like this is, I can't even breathe. I'm in such pain. What ends up happening is that because I did all my, I was working on a torn ACL and didn't know, I ended up tearing my meniscus. But when I tore my meniscus, there was a piece of my meniscus that got stuck between my joints. So that night, oh my gosh, when wow. it when it happened, my the the piece is getting stuck. It's stuck between the joints, and my knee is now locked in bent position. So fast forward, it would be one month until I had my first surgery. So my knee was bent for a whole month. In, I'm on crutches, knees bent. Get the first meniscus surgery done. 
takes weeks to get mobility back into my knee. And then I have to go in and do the ACL surgery. And then a year later, I torn the meniscus again. Long story long, you know, I'm on the SAD diet, standard American diet. I'm in bed for a lot of that period, painkillers, had an eight pack athlete, never even thought about weight gain or anything like that. And all of a sudden I'm like, who, what the fuck is this body? Like, not to say I didn't blow up, but I, I wasn't me, you know? Right. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you feel like you're like, oh, this is what I feel like. Comfortable. Yes. Like this is my body and my skin and what I'm comfortable in. And then you see yourself in a different way and you're like, that's, that's you're not just me. Like, it's like, not me. Who is that? Exactly. Yeah. And there's and a lot of hardship. you have this picture in your head of what you used to be and it yeah. really screws you up. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. And you know what's something about that? It's like, it's interesting. Like I knew, because I was 16, 17, I knew my body, even if I didn't know this actual the scientific term, but I'm a mesomorph. So we build muscle. We have broad shoulders. Lean out. Like I... You know, we're like the, it's actually people call them the Marines, the, like it's our body type, right? Where versus like the tall and the skinny, or there's the pear shape. You could be a mix or whatever, but that is my body I think type. I'm a mix. A mix? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. I'm, a, I'm crazy, okay? Okay, I love it. <laughs> Psycho. With the pink microphone, I love it. <laughs> yes. I love it. You're, so, I love it. Full on. Yeah, but, um, you know, I had known, understood that was my body. Like, I wasn't the tall, skinny girl. I wasn't, I was a strong. I had forearms. I had, you know, and then all of a sudden I was like, what is this access? And I had no knowledge. And so right. going back to you, you know, in, there was a lot of suffering for a long period in my own story and journey, but there was a lot of beauty, like a beauty, you know, beauty about it too, is that I discovered so much and that's, you know, you're in that process right now. Right. The knowledge you gain from the process. Yeah. Is almost, it's almost. Like, you want to say it's almost worth it, but then it's like. Yeah, it's almost worth it. But at the same time, you're like, that's very no counterintuitive to say. You're like, oh, yeah, it's worth well, it. Well, you know what? It is like from where my position now, right? Like 41, um, all the knowledge. Right. Yeah. I look back and would I want to feel that pain again? Not really. But, you know, it's just like what you said. You, you can't control, right? right? We can't control things. So I choose to look at the situation and go, there is so much wonderful that came out of that because I gained so much knowledge that not only now am I able to share and help other people, but also like this knowledge is allowing me to take care of myself at the highest level for the rest of my life. Right? It's like, right. Yeah. Totally. That's huge. And if you even look at it that way and, and how much more you're going to be learning in this process, right. you're essentially setting yourself up, especially someone like you, because girl, you are an applier. You are like, you know, you're, you're a doer. Yeah. And the hard part right now is like, I'm learning all this knowledge. And like, to me, I'm like, I want to apply it right now. And I want to see the change right now. You yeah. Know? Like you I'm a right chill. now, give it to me right now kind of person. Yeah. So like having that knowledge, like I know that looking back, you'll want to, you'll be appreciative of it. Yeah. But in the moment, like when you're going through something like that, mm -hmm. it's hard to be like, oh yeah, I'll go through it again. Yeah. And you're still like, you're kind of still in the mix of it. So, yeah. um, but things have turned out good and like a lot better. Like your last fight, you were, you you're at, you fought at 125, right, yep. which was so helpful, right? It was way better. Um, it still wasn't ideal, but it was way better. Like we yeah. still had. Um, I was actually talking to the the. Well, I was working with Clint Wattenberg at the nutrition for the UFC Performance Institute, mm -hmm. and um, we were just talking about it. How the cut still wasn't ideal. You know, we still had to drop calories quite a bit. 
and reduce protein or reduce certain things and carbs and all of that to yeah. help my body lower. Yeah. But in terms of like me going from 115 versus 125. Oh my was, gosh. That's oh, a it was huge. Oh, it was nine day. I felt yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, and you my performance went, went pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty good performance. But what I have noticed is like, and I was talking about this again with someone else earlier. Yeah. Is the injury level on like the, when your nutrition is not ideal and, and like on point. Yeah. Your body doesn't recover as fast. Sure. It doesn't, it doesn't heal everything as fast. And so you're more prone to injuries, mm-hmm. which is what I kind of felt in the last two fights maybe three fights okay it's like i felt like in the camps i would get more injured and more you know yeah you're more susceptible yeah. absolutely and so i'm like well why why is this happening yeah and the main thing is like your nutrition and your your cells and your hormones and everything is not producing the right way yeah so they're too busy keeping you alive all the nutrients that you're getting that it's not gonna it'll keep you alive but it won't keep you from breaking a little bit you absolutely know? So yeah. I think that now that we've switched around the nutrition, it's going to help me a lot more to stay healthier and better performances and then come out healthier. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, that's like, kind that's a, a Yeah. No, but it's a fact though. Like protein is such an important, it's such an important macro for your, your, your entire body for longevity, for, um, you know, muscle health. I mean, there's just so many, we've talked about this so much. Um, and I'm just learning so much more on how this particular, like it affects your hormone response. Like it's, it's, I wish I could speak like the expert Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, who's just, she's such a badass, but you know, she was a guest on the podcast and we wrapped out about this, but protein in of itself is like a major, you get injured. If you're not getting adequate amount, adequate amounts of high quality protein, your recovery is going to take longer. It's just a fact, right? So it's great that you're already, you know, recognizing that, seeing it, and then you're able to apply it. Cause this, let's be real here, girl. Like, you know, there, uh, there's all kinds of sports, you know, pretty much any sport you can get injured. We know that. Right. But the fighting you're not is necessarily like, signing up in a different sport to knowing full well that you're going someone to else is going in there to injure you. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Like, like it's me or them and they're going to injure me and I'm trying to injure them. You know, like it's like yeah. you sign on a line saying that that's, that's what you're going to do. You know, it's right. like it's... You're handing like it Like you up. know full well that, you know, for... For example, the last fight, uh, Jessica Andrade versus Rose Namajunas. I mean, that girl got dropped on her head. I know. Like, that's a life-changing, could be a life-changing I did injury. not like watching that at that all. That was intense. And I mean, like, if you drop someone on their head and you break their neck, I mean, that's life-changing. So no. you sign on a line knowing full well. That that could that happen. That that could happen and, and you could forever be altered, you know? Right, right. So, so that's a lot of mental work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? That's like, I mean, well, when did you, um, when did, so I know that jujitsu has been a part of your life for a mm-hmm. long time now, but when was the idea that I'm going to go, I'm going to be a fighter? When did that come into your I life? I think that came more so around like the age of 14. Okay. Maybe? And you're 21 um, now. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Happy birthday, Thank girl. You. We have the same We're birthday, birthday month. month. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <May. babies. laughs> There's no better month. Come I love on. it. It's a beautiful we month. Then, so I love it. No better month. Exactly. <laughs> it's a shit. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, so I think it was like around fourteen. Uh what triggered it? I just I mean, I grew up in martial arts. I started when I was three. And like I 
and I wasn't like that you know so going cute. out and kicking everyone's butt at three yeah. years old. It was it was something that we did as a family, and it was fun, and you learn, and you pretty much go around. And it's like recess, right? Yeah. Was it like karate? Um, taekwondo was it? Like, it was karate. Yeah. Got so it. We would do karate. We'd have forms and and all sorts of stuff like that, but. We did it as a family, and then we moved, and we switched towns, and found the same kind of gym. It was the same franchise, and continued on, and found an instructor that we loved, and yeah. just continued. And and when I was fourteen, uh, we actually ended up opening our own gym. We owned it from like two thousand ten until two thousand eighteen, like the end of two thousand eighteen. So we were almost we were open for like eight and a half years. Wow, long That's time, a long time, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Colorado, and uh, yeah, I just. I, growing up in it, I mean, I also had a competitive edge, and I also was that because you have like five siblings, or is that just naturally you, or do, uh, both, or probably a mix of everything? You yeah. know, like my mom played soccer in college. Cool. Um, my dad played sports, like, and and they're just we were just doers. You know, you yeah. just do stuff, and um, yeah. I mean, he just I just grew up doing it, and I was competitive. You know, my sister and I would actually would always, we were so competitive that we would like have handwriting competitions. <laughs> like who had Are the better, serious? who had the better handwriting. That's amazing. Who would like color in between the lines better or like everything was a competition between us. That is fun. And we would do it with like jujitsu when we started training. Yeah. You know, it was who was, who was like better at grappling or it was anything, you know, we were so competitive. And but it was a healthy competitive thing, right? Like, because you guys are it friends. It kind of was. But, like, when you're siblings, you're like, teenage could girls, be, yeah, come on, sure. it gets a little dirty. Sure. Like, <laughs> you get a little dirty. You're, like, yeah. grappling. You pinch someone. And you're like, hey, that's my spot. <laughs> you know? That's so funny. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, you ask her. If you ever meet her, you got to ask her. You'd be like, did you, did you fight dirty? Yeah. Like, did you cheat a little bit? And she'll be like, she'll tell you no, but she really did. That's hilarious. I love <laughs> but it. yeah, so we're competitive and, and uh I just think that I love the sport and I love the fact that it's not just jujitsu. It's not just karate. It's not just boxing. It's not just Muay Thai. Like there is so much that you can learn from each and every one of them. It's endless. Yeah. So finding a career that I can one, make money at, Mm -hmm. I can stay healthy. Mm -hmm. I can stay active. You know, I can have, cause I I love being active. Yeah. So healthy, active, (laughs) making money. All of that. No, I'm just laughing because me you and you were going to... No, we were both... We were like, okay, let's go see Avengers, right? And then I'm like, but you know, the movie's three hours. That's, that's a lot of sitting. We were both like... We can't sit that long. Truly. I mean, that's... Yeah. I'm so sorry. I like, if you sit that long, I, you're going to take a nap. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Three hours is like... Quick. No... <laughs> I mean, like, if I I'm not doing something productive, I get bored. With yeah, you just, well, like, you just, like, you move. Like, you just said, your family, you guys grew up, you guys are all active. And I think that when you are someone who is more active than not, we tend to have a harder time um, sitting for too long. Period. Right. Like, end of also, story. Also, as, like, athletes, you, you put a higher, like, almost like a higher standard for yourself. Totally. And when you do that, you're like, well, why am I sitting and, like, watching right. a movie? You're like... I could watch a movie on my big TV while I'm doing dishes or while I'm folding laundry. Being productive. Like, yeah, while I'm being productive. And then, and like, instead of like, oh, wow, it's a beautiful day outside. Let's go sit in a movie theater in the dark. Right. Yeah. I know it's like, hard. Like, to me, it's very. It was a cute idea. And, yeah. And I had a feeling it might not happen, but I was like, maybe. But anyways, I, I love movies though. Like, I, I, I love them. Me too. Like, it's just like three it hours. Often. It's like, yo, come on. I could yeah. be in another city. Okay, wait. I'm so curious. So did you have... um? 
like, did you have any, like, Bruce Lee is like a soulmate to me. That's how I see him, right? Um, was there any long lost kind brother? It's like, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. That 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 human being was just, uh, just still is incredible um, mentally, just on another level. Do you, um, obviously his skills too physically, but at that period, was there any external influence that was really inspiring you? Um, I don't care if it was a cartoon or a human. I mean, honestly, like, I think just the level of being able to learn um, and seeing, you know, the, the skills of yeah. each person and seeing where you can grow. Yeah. I think that's what mainly drew me into it. But as I came into the sport more and I started to get closer to when I was going to fight, um, seeing fighters and just different mentalities and like the mentality of a fighter like one of the fighters I followed along a lot, mm-hmm. um, I've actually get, got to meet and, and spend some time around is Donald Cerrone. Okay. Um, Rad. And just his mentality and his career is like, He's one of the veterans of the sport. No, hell you yeah. Know? And and when people look at him, he's like, oh, that's cowboy. Yeah. You know? And he's just this, he has wins, he has losses, but he has these these fights where you want to go and watch. Absolutely. You know, because he's not a boring fighter to watch. Not for and one second. And he has so many fights that you can actually follow along the journey. And the main thing that pulled me in and was like, man, I want to be like that guy is, is his, I'll fight, you know, like. You can't pick and choose who you're going to fight. If someone offers you a fight, you're like, yeah, I'm here to be the best I can. I want to fight that person. Yeah. You know, if you offer it to me, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Um, you know, he's fighting. He had, I was just talking about it earlier or listening to it earlier. Of, it was like 19 days ago that he fought and he's going to fight again in like 14 or 15 days. So gnarly. Like he's back to back. Yeah. Um, you don't find athletes like that. So no. his level of mentality of that yeah. is incredible to me. Um, and then just different That's different cool. athletes with their mentalities as well. Yeah. Um, so the mindset has inspired you. The mindset, you. you know, yeah. there's not a specific athlete that I'm like, oh, I have to be like yeah. that person. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I'm you not know? even talking about like a cartoon. I don't care. Like, yeah, anything. Sh- I mean, like Shatara there's... Shatara from Thundercats. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rocky, come on. No, but that's cool. So you were just... So it was kind of like a force of all things. It's like you're already in it. You're a martial artist growing up. And now you're discovering that, you know, there's a career path that um, can actually, you know, exist for you where you can... Right apply yeah. all this you know this activity that you love right and right. learn more and become better through mm-hmm. it and make a living and yeah, travel I mean, uh, people also ask me a lot about like Rhonda. they're like you yeah know, that's like a big thing for women of course. Uh, to be asked that's a big question is like do you see yourself like being like ronda rousey or like this um or wanting to be just like her or you're gonna be the next ronda rousey i'm like she is a phenomenal athlete again like yeah. i think that she is such a good example and, and was a really good example for the sport for women because she was so dominant at what she did mm-hmm. and she did it with everything in her you know she was really good at judo and she did that with with everything in her body you know yeah, everything in absolutely her. um and she was successful the only problem is that she didn't evolve with the sport and that's not anything bad with her you know it's just it's just the way life goes and it's just the way the career and the the progression you know she did so many good things for the sport. Yeah, she, yeah, she's so many good things. Like, yeah. she is one of the main reasons why I'm sitting here, yeah, with two UFC wins, yeah, right now, you know, absolutely. Like, without her, we don't know, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't gonna happen. That's the known thing. It was a right. no, it, it, wasn't it was a happen. no until Ronda, right? So until that's, her, right? So, so being like that, like, it's not an insult for me to sit here and say she didn't evolve with the sport, 
it's just well, I the way that she came. You I know, think it's like, another way to she look made at the it. sport evolve. She, I think fuck she yeah. is the reason why the sport evolved. Totally, and so, like also, people flip it around the wrong way, and and I just think that she's like this incredible person that that. Well, and I think that there's always an opponent that can show you up. Yeah. Does evolution or not, like right. somebody and and, right. and 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 even out of fighting, like in makeup, there's always there's a makeup there's artist who always can crush be me. There's better. a you know, and so, and then I think it comes down to like, well, you know, y- you know, it, no, in knowing that, then you decide like, how much more do you want to put in to try and level up to the you right. know what I mean right. and and sometimes you know um some people want to keep going and keep leveling mm-hmm. up and this is even taking her out of the picture is just more the concept and then sometimes people because I can relate to this in my own life in my own you know certain parts of career life where it's like actually like what it would take to actually move into that next level I'm like actually I don't feel enough drive or passion right again this is just me it has nothing to do with what we were talking about um but to, to, you know, whereas some people might be like, I oh, know I'm going to fucking drive forward and I want right. to, you know, keep taking it to the next level. So sometimes I feel like it's not even a necessarily about the person not evolving m- more than it's, um, or maybe it's because... The timing and the desire and, and all of that. Yeah, and, and that there will always be someone who will find um, your Achilles heel. Right. You know? And, and then, there's a purpose for everyone and everything in, in that. Like hundred percent. Like Rhonda is the purpose for that, and and yeah. there is a person for the reason why sports continued, and and there's going to be a reason why it's going to continue, you know, and it's just going to keep going. Yeah, the ripple effect. Yeah, and it's. I think it's. I think it's great, and. Yeah, and yeah. It's you, and now you're part of this. Like you're the young, are you the youngest in the UFC? Is I think that, so. That, that's so I think cool. I really, I really think I am. That is pretty rad. Someone told me I was, but then I was like, I feel like there's someone that's younger. But I don't know. I don't know if there is. And then every time I get asked that, I like think about it for like five minutes and I get distracted. I'm like, squirrel. <laughs> I'm like, oh, squirrel. <laughs> it's kind of cool. But you were like, I remember when I, uh, <laughs> well, no, but when you, when I saw you fight on contender series, that was like a big thing though. You're like the youngest one coming in. You came in for I was Roche. definitely the youngest on that card. You were definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And I always loved, um, still do love, but that you very Me? much, I yeah, I love you. <laughs> you're very much, um, you're like into visualization. You're very much a, um, I don't mean, I don't know if you actually have like a practice. I'm not saying that, but I feel like you are all about like, I have a vision and this is happening, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't you have some timer or something on your... Yeah, yeah, What I do. It, You so, got to tell me. Okay, so everybody <laughs> on the, inter- like, interviews that I do, yeah, they always ask me, they're like, where's your countdown? Where's your countdown when you send me a screenshot? So I don't know what, what it was. I was doing a lot of research, and I was just trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, realistically, I'm like, I knew that I was young, like, super young for this sport. Yeah. And so... I was like, what's a realistic goal and like a big goal? And I always just kind of, it just kind of like came to me. I'm like, well, and my, and my family and I talked about it. My, I talked with my dad about it too. And we're like, John Jones set the record for the youngest UFC champion. And he was 23 years and like, like just, just over 23 and a half. Mm-hmm. It was like 23 and eight months. If we're being exact and like yeah. two days and 47 <laughs> seconds. I know like, you got it written down somewhere. I'm just like, yeah, to the, to the second. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was just like, one day I was, I was looking at it and I was doing some research, you know, I was reading about a lot of the fighters and I was like, well, that'd be cool. Like, 
wonder if they have a countdown. Like they have apps for everything in this world now. Apps so I'm like, home. well, maybe they have a countdown for that. Yeah. And and I don't I don't know if it was like something specific that like sparked that, but once I did it, I was like, I it, it helps you feel the goal. Like it's good to have big goals. Yeah. But I have like that's a big goal for me. Like that's a long time. If you think about it, like it's a daunting task. You have two and a half years or two years and eight months still to go and you have no idea what your life is gonna be like. You sure. Know? Two years ago, I didn't know I was going to be sitting here. Right. You know, so trying to plan that is insane. But having that on like the back of your mind. Yeah. And like thinking about every single day. Okay, what am I going to do today? What goals am I going to set today? Yeah. To benefit myself towards that goal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I have a countdown on my phone. That's amazing. What like, kind of keeps you, like I feel like it helps to keep you focused on the path. You know, it's like. That I mean, that has to set the tone or help to set part of the tone of each and every one of your days. Like, it's a well. When we have measurable goals, bottom line, like in any area of our life, it does implement. I feel like it puts more of a fire. It puts more of a a focus Mm -hmm. um, into the process. Right. right? It gives you a reason, like to wake up in the day with like a motivation, and it doesn't just have to be like as a pro athlete. That's a pretty big goal as a pro athlete. Yeah. But like it doesn't just have to be like that. You could have that with like even just like a normal life goal. Absolutely. Like for example, say you're not a fighter and say you're not even an athlete. You're just just a normal everyday person. Yeah. And you might not feel comfortable in your body and you're like, oh, well, you know, either you want to gain some weight or you want to lose some weight. You can you can realistically set a goal and be like, all right, this year, by this time this year. How do I see By this time by next this year. By this time next year. Yeah. I can't words today. It's okay. It's, it's no, it's forcing like- matter. It's <laughs> not kicking in yet, okay? It's coming. It's coming. Give it a few minutes. The lion's man is on its way. It's on yeah. its way. <laughs> <laughs> by this time next year, um, like they could have a completely different body or a completely different life. And you set yeah. that big goal. Yeah. And you have that, but you also have to set those. Like if you set that big goal, you have to have that as your, your goal, but then you have to have the motivation each day to reach that goal you know do you feel motivated every day no oh no let's talk about that that's interesting that's Um, but that's not just me you know it's like everybody it's a battle that everyone faces so what do you do when you when you don't feel motivated and you have this goal um it's not just that you're like you're completely unmotivated it's just like little bits and pieces so like Maybe one day you wake up and you're not as motivated to go for a run or mm-hmm. you're not as motivated to go grind it out in the gym mm-hmm. or you're not as motivated to drink as much water or like whatever it might be. Right. You know, like each, there's there's something in every day that, sure. you know, is a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just think that like depending on what it is. Like if it's, if it's lifting session or if it's like a strength and conditioning session, cause I've had that, like where you go into the gym and I'm just like kind of not in a good mood. Yeah. Um, and to me, like how I get through that is I know deep down that when I get out of that session, I'm going to feel like a badass. Like I'm going to totally. be like, man, I just killed that. I really didn't want to, but I did. Sometimes those feel the like, best, Like it feels right? so good. Yeah. Those are like, you get- so like, yes, getting over that hurdle. Mm-hmm. is like something that that I think is how it helps me. Uh, in terms of water, like if I don't drink, if like I know that I'm like not motivated to drink water, sometimes I just don't. Like, yeah. And that's okay, you know, and you'll be like, all right, I got to get this. Like, I, and I really realize that 
in the past couple weeks yeah like just because of my water intake because i'm always on the go yeah um it's and i just change it up like instead of feeling unmotivated to drink enough water through the day like maybe it's just because i don't want to carry on my jug yeah totally like well maybe i'll grab some like smaller bottles you know like Mm -hmm. i don't know just changing things up do you are you changing up the perspective are you hardening yourself when you feel or or period first of all are you hurting yourself who's not (laughs) oh there's people who that's a great point actually and I think there, it, it just depends, right? It's like we can be hard on ourselves in different ways, right? Like there's the type A personality, yeah. the, you know, overachievers, that whole thing. Um, I think I certainly fit in that category, even though I'm not a fan of labels. But just, you know, I have high standards and I, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm on the pursuit of excellence, you know, in my life. So, Which I think is good. Uh, the only thing I, like, I feel like it's a good balance. Like, yeah. it's good to have that, that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that could also be, like, for the wrong person, like, I'm not talking about you. Yeah, no. But, like, that could be unhealthy for some people. Like, if you put such a high standard on yourself, mm-hmm. and you failed so high that it's almost unachievable in a, in a in given day, mm-hmm. and then you don't achieve it, and you feel, like, less of a person, mm-hmm. like, that can really mentally screw you up, I think. Do you ever have moments like that? I do. Yeah. yeah. So like if you if you go through in a day and you have such high goals or high standards for yourself and you're like, oh, I got to get this done or I got to feel like I achieved this or um, I feel like as a pro athlete, you do that a lot more because you like feel like you have to really grind it out in the gym and you have to really push hard and you have to really, you know, at the end of the day, you have to go home and you have to feel like you're going to, you're so tired or like exhausted, exhausted that you're just done and you want to be like, go lay in your bed and cry, right. you know, like you want, you feel like you need that. Yeah. Like every single day. And that's kind of like the wrong way to look at it. Because if you do that, you're going to run your body right into the ground. Yeah. You know? I, I've said this before in the podcast. It'll probably come out a hundred times. But Hoyce Gracie um, said, uh, resting is training. And that was one of the most powerful statements I've heard. Because um, it's actually true when you when you look at it, especially for people like us who are, you know, anyone who's really active and high performing, um, resting it's like, it's not as fun, you know? It's still training though. Like, uh, actually that reminds me, he'd on, when he came to our gym in Colorado, when we owned yeah. our jiu-jitsu gym, he wrote on our wall, he said, do less and watch more. And that always stuck with me, you know? It's, That's cool. It's something that so he wrote he on the wall. It. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that makes, it actually makes sense because even though you can't physically train and like, or you're not physically training, mm-hmm. when you're mentally training, you know, like you can learn just as much. And Absolutely. you can almost learn in a different way totally a hundred percent yeah so um <laughs> i love it that's such a powerful I can't statement. read your mind yet we're not no. that close <laughs> so you can't just start laughing and then not start speaking it's not I'm working for me the queen of cackles <laughs> over here no well so you know well I, i'm curious like to how you get yourself through those moments where you feel like you know if you feel like you came up short or you know, like you didn't achieve that. Like, what's your self-talk like? How do you get yourself to a place where you're cool or, you know, step down from any kind of hard feelings on yourself? Honestly, I think I take it the same way I do, like, in a fight. As weird as that sounds, like, the only thing I can relate to is I just kind of accept it. And and, and this might just be, like, the wrong way to think, but, um, for example... In my last fight against J.J. Aldrich, Mm -hmm. the first round was, it was not good. Like, it was not ideal. Um, 
I came out and I was like, I don't know. Do I throw my right hand? Do I throw my left hand? What do I do? Like I was, I was very like in my own head. And yeah. I think it's because I was overthinking and like overanalyzing what I needed to do instead of just like being in the moment and, and trusting that I have the, the skills, you yeah. know? And I have the mental edge over a lot of people because I'm just so mentally tough. Yeah. Like I wasn't doubting myself for a second. It's just like you're overanalyzing so that you feel like you want to go out and just like, you don't know what move to make first. Like yeah. you, you have so many things you want to do. Sure. Um, and so I came out and I was a little bit like not quite sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I was slowly figuring it out. But I also got dropped in that first round. Mm-hmm. And so there's just like a lot of pieces that, you know, didn't go my way. And, and and in terms of like life, everyday life. Yeah. You're not quite achieving what you thought you were going to achieve. Yeah. You know? And so the bell rang and I looked right over um, in the middle of that fight. And I looked over at like Dana White in like the corner and I was like, I'll make it better. Like, that's what I said. I looked right at him. I was like, I'll you, fix, like, I'll make this better. You said that out loud? Yeah, I looked right <laughs> at him. I, right before I walked back to my corner, I'm like, I'll fix That's this. That's hilarious. Like, I'll fix this. You would say and that. And so the next round, I came out and I finished. Yeah, and you did. it was like, yeah. I didn't even think about any of that. That do I, what do I do? Like, like I just didn't think. I just threw my hands. And I mean, yeah. I finished her. Yeah, you did. And, and so that's kind of how, like, I feel like in life, I also need to take that approach too, is like, maybe I didn't make it this day. Or like, this morning when I woke up, maybe I didn't put on the right t-shirt. It made me feel great. You yeah. know, like. Yeah. So you change your shirt. Yeah. You're like, I'll fix this. You know? Yeah. Like you just got to change it and, and, and look at it a different way and and understand that things are going to happen and you're not going to have the ideal. Nothing's going to be ideal every single day. Like yeah. Most of your days are going to be less than ideal. Yeah. But it's what you make of them and how you view it. That changes it. You know, and that and allows you, that's helpful for you, yeah. especially as someone who does, you know, you're, you're, you're a growth minded person. You're reaching for, you're reaching for excellence in your life and your career. Like mm-hmm. you are literally on a mission. Right. So, you know, and it's hard, right? There's so right. much challenge on all fronts of challenge, yeah. right? Like, yeah. It's, and, and so that's, it, I think it's so important to have that kind of mindset and that ultimately that kind of relationship with yourself where you're like, Hey, you know, I know how to push you and I know I can let you push me, but there's also this understanding of like when to back off. Right. That's so huge. Yeah. And it's just a, you know, like same thing with the mentality is like, had I gone back in that first round Yeah. and like, let that get to your head. Mm -hmm. Like if you let that, like if you have a less than ideal round or less than ideal day and you let that get to your head and you let it eat at you. Yeah. You're going to come out in that second round still mentally screwed, you know? Yeah. Well, then it snowballs. Like like then, yeah. Then it just keeps going. So like if you have a messed up day, like say, uh, you're just the average person. You're trying to eat healthy. You Mm -hmm. know, say you're eating, you ate, you ate great for like a week and then, and then you, you mess up one day and you like, you live a little, you yeah. know, and, and you just feel guilty and you're like, oh, yeah. I messed up. Yeah. And then you just, it just snowballs and it really does. And that's what creates that unhealthy lifestyle is like. For sure. Yeah. You can't well, be an extreme on both ends. You really have to just accept it. Yeah. Acknowledge what's going on. Yeah. And assess it fully. And then, and then also assess your feelings towards what's going on. Well, yeah, it's the student perspective, I think. When we look, when we stop taking things so personal and we, we're looking from an observer's eye 
at our actions, at ourself, like at life, period, all of it, right? Not only are we better able to learn and then we're able to grow, but there is a release of, um, you know, just stress, basically, because when you're when everything's personal, it's fucking life is just so much harder, you know. Yeah. So that's a great that's a great way. It's just rad to hear it because you're so you're at a young age, and so you're only gonna get better. Your mental framework is just growing, and you know the way that you're channeling your life from you know how you take care of yourself to how focused you are in your career to the mindset like being more easy it's a it's a it's it's rad it's rad yeah thank you you're welcome i also feel like the mentality you were asking me earlier you're like well where does your like the mental toughness come from yeah and i really think it comes from wait did i say that out loud because i asked it in my head you did you said it you said (laughs) sports sigmatic these mushrooms are hallucinating (laughs) you're not denver mushrooms i'm totally kidding and everybody who knows you're getting into trouble here not four sigmatic four Four sigmatic Sigmatic. sada will not come after me no oh my god (laughs) i'm just kidding it's a four sigmatic (laughs) that's the theme four sigmatic they make Four Sigmatic is sponsoring this episode. I'm just Clearly. kidding. Oh they my got god, us both. I know. No, <laughs> yeah, so, so the mental, the mentality. I think um, that I go into is you just work. You know, when you put in the work and you you do everything you possibly can, there should not be a single doubt in your mind. You're like, if I'm doing everything that I can, and things go my way, great. If I'm doing everything I can and things don't go my way, great. But there's not going to be this, like, I didn't put in everything that I can. And and it's really hard to feel, like, to doubt yourself when you know that you've done everything you possibly can to to reach what you're doing, you know? Okay. So when I go into a fight, I'm like, I've I've eaten well. I've done, you know, I followed my nutrition plan. I've followed my training. I've, I've you know, you go into the gym and you work your everything you possibly can you go in early you leave late like all of those things and you and you maximize your time and your your mental side of it and like it's just that work when you put it in yeah it's just it's just that's where it comes from it doesn't come like i don't do and i probably will start doing some just for extra like again level up yeah but it's all about leveling up <laughs> yeah um, but just to make it a little bit better but like what I don't would do you mental do? Training. Oh, mental training. Like, yeah. I don't do. Yeah. Like I just, I just don't. I yeah. feel like when you are doing what you need to do, mm-hmm. you don't need it. You know. Yeah. Um. Or at this point, because there are there's point. there's I mean, value. At some, at some point, there will be. Oh a value. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Well, because fighting too, just in general, like fighting. You know, I have obviously lots of fighter UFC fighter friends, and the the sport of fighting is like. Yeah, obviously one part physical for sure, it's but it's the it's the fucking yeah. Right. You two fighters can go in there, and both of you guys can be super leveled up on your skill set, your but technique. Who's gonna break first if you know if you both have the technique? Right, exactly. Yeah, and 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 that's when you're like, well, you know they're doing everything they need to do in the gym. Yeah, and you're doing everything you need to do in the gym. Yeah. So it is. That's the next level. Is who's got the extra edge? Yeah. Who's been doing something a little bit different, a little bit extra? Um, do you write in a journal? Do you do like any kind of work with yourself, like meditation or just things to like for you to kind of evoke your, 
Honestly, I think there's a lot of stuff that I've done. Um, I do a lot of reading. Like I do. You do? I spend a lot of time. Of course, everyone spends a lot of time on their phone, but I spend a lot of time on my phone, like, like just reading different fighters, different stories, just different things about. You know, I've been really into like the boxers, Lomachenko, uh, yeah. Triple G, Canelo. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend and I were just watching Anthony Johnson. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were we weren't just we weren't watching their fights. We yeah. were watching their training videos and their mental side of it and like all of that stuff. Yeah. And I just feel like it's not just just being able to write. Like I, I've done a lot of writing and like I start a journal like all the time. And then really? I like, fill out three pages and I start another journal. <laughs> oh, I know. That's a lot of people uh, that's have how that. I am. I'm like, I yeah. have so many journals. And yeah. like a lot of them are, are like motivational quotes and like, mm-hmm. but there's just different ways that like you can learn and, and, and practice that kind of stuff. But a lot of it is is watching how someone else does it and then apply it sure like, like learning how some of the greats in in a even in, in a different sport absolutely um whether it's boxing or nascar because i've done a lot of like i spent quite a bit of time around like nascar drivers recently cool um so like whether it's any sport when you're at the highest level of that sport mm-hmm. everyone has that mentality and like that that professional mentality yeah and it's just a different level and and I think that everybody has their own way of doing it. Yeah. And so if you can kind of take from each person. Sure. So you you're investigating. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, researching. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's so. But more on like a more like a physical. Deep, yeah. Like, yeah. Like a, I don't know, like, a, like rather than just reading it, you know, you actually go and you spend time with those people. Yeah. It's more interactive. Like, yes. Interactive. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're that's cool. faster than My- mine. <laughs> Where they didn't sponsor this episode, <laughs> but they sponsored my life, or maybe I sponsor their. That's I think they, it's the reverse. Funny. Yeah, exactly. I, totally I think they're making all of their funds off of Roxanne. <laughs> Truly, love you guys, uh, and now me. <laughs> I know, because right? I will be buying some. <laughs> I mean, ugh, got the chaga. Um, do you feel like what's the cha- most challenging part for you right now in your career and your just in your process and your journey right now. Career is a big part of it, so it's probably an easy right now, attack. I mean, I think, like, outside of, like, me as a person and a being, mm-hmm. I think it's the nutrition. Yeah. Like, that's been, like, the biggest challenge. And it's, yep, it's it's not because I'm, you know, not a follower of, of what I'm told. I do everything I'm told. The only problem is my body has been so messed up that it's, like, that's, like, the thing that we're actually trying to fix right now. Yeah. Um... Obviously, I'm dealing with a hand injury, but mm-hmm. I should be cleared in like the next week and a half or yeah, so. That's rad. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at actually fighting soon ish. Mm. Like, that's exciting. August, September. Yay. October, yeah. Oof. Um, but me as a person, uh, I don't know if I'm like struggling with anything too much. I think I just try to like, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm adding to my life, uh, camps and, and training and 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 just all of that like as a person yeah when you're trying to be the best you can be you want to always level up and and make it better um and so just kind of telling myself to chill out a little bit yeah to not overthink it not over process um like because because even now i'm like i'm still dealing with that injury mm-hmm. and i'm still dealing with like the weight cut and like mm-hmm. not the weight cut but the nutrition side of things and like rebuilding my metabolism that 
I'm like, well, oh, I got to start lifting and I got to start like leaning out and I got to start like, hold on, slow your horses down. Right. You need to get back to like training and just like get back into training and, and like that's what I want to do. Sure. And so just being able to slow myself down a little bit. Yeah. That's, is, that's hard. As a person, that's me. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, I think in general it's hard as a whole. Like people, we always want to, fat, but when you're someone like yourself high performer on a mission you get the it's then it takes it up notches of like i feel uh, like i've been told though that that like things like yoga yeah help a lot yeah i've been trying to yeah well i've been wanting to do more so check it out so i um little story really quick when people so i'm not a competitive athlete right um when i was younger i was a competitive runner for like a period of my life and i was like I had the whole, I want to go to the Olympics. Flojo was my, she was in my idol, you know, track. And anyways, um, then I started surfing and I could care less about anything else in my life except surfing. Um, however, so I have so many different modalities of training, right? So jujitsu, running, lifting weights, hot yoga, all kinds of stuff. And um, people always asked me over the years, like, well, what do you train for? Because they see me in the gym or even just. Training for me. Well, I, I train for life. Like I train for my life. Right. And so, um, that's always that has been... a deeper meaning than, than a lot of people think though. Like well, yeah. I'm training a... for life. They're like, well, I'm going to dish it right now, but you're like, I'm going to dish it and it's going to connect to your yoga. So if I, so for me, I think about like, and especially in my life, my life is, you know, it's, I live on the edges, right? I'm a solopreneur, um, building business. Like it's this whole thing, right? Um, basically I deviated from the system and the path. If you, you know, that, that kind of set. Yeah. You're definitely not normal in the normal sense of path creator, like paving my own way as I go. Right. And so my life, um, you know, and life really in general is like, you know, I need to be agile. I need to be strong. I need to be able to sprint at times. I need to be able to go the distance. I need to be able to slow the fuck down and breathe and wait and chill, right? So when you think about like, I need to be flexible. So when I, so all the different modalities of training, jujitsu, jujitsu. Teaches you the flow and like the jiu-jitsu. chill and the. Well, I teach for me the primary thing. Yes, flow for sure. Primary thing for jujitsu is I learn how to become comfortable in discomfort. Because mm-hmm. you're fucking uncomfortable oftentimes with like this twist and the guy is on you and he's hot or whatever. His in your face. Yeah, yes. and the gi is hot and you're sweating. It's like, Ugh. yeah, You know, but you're like, but you have to be so composed and then in flow and like, and then surfing is like, you know, you have to sit and you got to wait for your wave and you don't just, you got to wait for the right wave and the right Use point. Patience, yeah. And you yeah. know, chill. Yoga. Yoga, one of the greatest things that, I've been doing yoga for 19 years now and one of the greatest things I've taken from yoga is that, um, you know, there is a difference between discomfort and pain, right? So when you first start doing yoga, it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's fucking pretty uncomfortable too. But you learn how to breathe through discomfort it's not actual pain like that's not pain unless somebody does have pain I don't know I'm not trying to say that but like as a whole it's more of a discomfort you know (laughs) and learning how to breathe through that is 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 so powerful so anyways you take all these things so I when I'm lifting weights when I'm running in the sand six and a half miles in the deep sand like all I'm really training my mind 
to know for those things to take those things and apply it to my life because my life demands it of me right it's like you better be fucking agile like you you, you gotta be quick you gotta be now slow down pick that up be strong be it so anyways whatever i'll go into so much energy right now i know right (laughs) oh my god no No, but it's a cool it's 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 cool because um to to bring it back to you with the yoga thing um i just think that there's value in in all of this and it's the value is so much more than the physical it's so for me it's so much more of the mental it's really yeah knowing that you can do something is the mental training too that's also another part of mental training is yeah is knowing that yeah you can go through a yoga practice or or go through certain things and you're like made it through that like yeah totally it's a confidence booster for sure every session that you go through like i'm sure for you with training it's like even though it's what you do but every single time you do it you do something different there's something different about it and i'm sure that there has to be a sense of accomplishment like a feeling not like every single time you're high-fiving yourself not that that would be bad but you got to feel good every time you get another session of training in yeah you definitely feel good but at the same time if you leave feeling like you did everything you wanted yeah then i also feel like that's kind of defeating the purpose too as weird as that sounds like i never want to leave the gym feeling like i just crushed it and and like i'm amazing like i want that to be the fight day you know like i never want to leave that gym feeling like man i'm the best in the world blah 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 blah. i want to leave feeling like man that was good but I could have done that better or I could have done that a little bit different or I should have done this or I should have done that because that makes you grow to where like the night that you step into or, or the day that you step into whatever you're doing, you're like, man, I'm like, there was not a single day that I didn't have more growth and feel like I needed to make more growth. You know, like you have the growth, but you also feel like you can grow more. I love that. Like, you need both. It's so powerful. Oh, it's like a big. <laughs> You're so cute. That's me. <laughs> no, it's so good though. It's so good because it's like this. It's this bait that just keeps you hungry and hungry. Like I want to just get better and better. Yeah. And yeah, it's you don't want to feel content. You, right. Fight night. Great. Yes. Right. Like yeah. you brought it all. You swept the, your hand raised. Absolutely. But when you're in your process and you're learning, I think that's that's a beautiful, right. powerful way to keep evolving. Yeah. I think yeah. you can also look at that with like everything. Like I feel like and I, I don't know because I'm not like a like an artist artist or anything. But like if you make a painting, you paint something. It may look like a masterpiece, but there's always the person that like who did that masterpiece who can pick out the little flaws. Sure. And like I feel like that's me and my training is like. Man, my training may look flawless or my, my, you know, your, your certain techniques may feel flawless, but deep down, you know, you're like, oh man, that was good. That was a great, that was a great takedown, but man, my power could have been a little bit better. My, my explosion could have been a little bit better or, or like just, just little things and, and you find them, you see them. Yeah. But that's not for everybody else to see. That takes the extreme level of, of a person trying to get to be their best, their best self and their best the best that they can possibly be mm-hmm. at what they do. It takes a special kind of person. Yeah. And um, and, and, and it just takes the desire to grow, I think. Have you been like this your whole life in all your 
sports that you did did you do no, any I came of... really deep in like the last year <laughs> truly <laughs> no but like you're like no this has been me the whole time no but wait hold on have you um outside of martial arts was there any of it did you play soccer or do anything like that so i think when i was like super little i did like some tumbling gymnastics kind of stuff oh really that's cool but um i played soccer a little bit when i was younger as well like first second grade did some jump rope. Was a little bit competitive with that in like fifth, sixth grade. That's they, cute. They had me convinced that it was going to go to the Olympics, and I thought it was no way. Olympian. Yeah. Wait, what? I thought I, I was going to be like an Olympic Olympics. champion in the gym jump rope division. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I I didn't know rope. that jump like, roping was in the Olympics. It's not. But they had me convinced oh. that it was going to be brought to like, the Olympics. He just got me there. I was like, I would love it if it did. It that so, is you, classic. The level of talent that you have to do, have to have. For I'm sure. It's incredible. Wait, the so you're a good jump roper? Yeah, I can jump rope. <gasps> you you do like the double, double dutch? dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can double dutch. I can double that dutch. That is so with the cool. Inside the double dutch. That's how good really. I am. Oh yeah. my god, I'm getting some nobody cool these, visuals uh, right nobody now. Nobody has these talents. Yo, that's gonna help your fighting. Talents. It does. It helps your footwork a ton for sure. Mm-hmm. The one that I think is the most beneficial is the one that they do when they're like jumping on their butt, like, like sit down on the floor. You can like jump over the rope with your butt. It's it's insane. But that's amazing. It's weird. It makes me laugh like, every time. No. I can't I can't do that one because I like. You kind of make me want to pull like, up no, YouTube videos and no, watch like some me. dope <laughs> jump ropers. Yeah, you got to look it up. It's so much fun. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so I did jump rope for a little while. Uh, crazy, but I thought also so after jump rope, all of this I like was still in karate. Okay. So, like, karate was always a staple in my life. And you loved it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, we loved it. We just continued on. I think there was a little bit of time where I didn't do karate, but mm-hmm. it was just like a short period of time when we moved because we went from like living in the city to living in the mountains. Oh, really? Eight years. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. That's like, rad. From town. Really? It was, it was an easy transition for you? Uh, yeah, because we ended up like we would we would go out shooting guns and we ride dirt bikes and four wheelers and it like that's, that's how old life. are you um how old was i yeah like in that period mm, i want to say well it was all the way up until we moved to wisconsin so um we moved to wisconsin in december so the past like 10 years we were living out of town so like that's cool yeah so from the time that i was like 10 were you doing outdoor training like rocking like i would go out like running hiking yeah <laughs> not like rocking no <laughs> I do like hill sprints. I would actually That's like cool. there's a couple of times where we had like obstacle courses set up. Like there was like a pull up bar in the trees. Like it was kind of fun because like that was when I was like first deciding I wanted to fight. Yeah. My my uh, my dad would like he he made this like trail that we had for our dirt bikes. Yeah. But there was like just different workouts and like just different things. And actually, That's that, cool. I haven't thought about that in a long time. That's cool. But it was a lot of fun. And then like I would always go on runs and like do shadow boxing or ladder drills or my sister and I would bring our mats out. We would bring out like a bunch of mats, like roll out mats. Yeah. And we would do our jujitsu outside. That's really neat. Because it was like in the sun. It was nice. And it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. When you were, um, um what was it like when you, when basically with your family, when you decided that you wanted to fight? Like, how did they respond? At first they were like, nah, we'll see. Okay. You know, that was yeah. like, like, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure you do. And they were kind of like, well, you have to prove it to us. Because I was 14, 15 at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to fight. And they're like, yeah, right, kid. Like, and they were like, yeah, right, kid. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were like, you know, you kind of have to prove it to them. Like, that's, sure. a, that's, that's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of prove your dedication. And, and the like, you can't just go to practice 
kind of had to prove that you're like you're ready you're to be do committed. the next level sure of like do a little bit more mm-hmm. and so you know i would do a lot of like the stuff like training in the garage or like just different things to, like show that i really wanted it and then um once they they realized that i was not like with or without them i was gonna do it anyways like i really would um i may not be as far as i am yeah like or as like i would be as far but maybe not as fast you know sure. like like, if you have support of other people, you go farther. Absolutely. Faster, you know? Yeah. Um, 100%. And so I think without them, like, it wouldn't have been as fast of a pace or, like, fast of a journey. Mm-hmm. But they kind of decided, they're like, all right, if you're going to if you're gonna do this, we're going to get you around the best people that we can. We're going to support you. We're going to do whatever we can. So um, having that support, you know, I, I fought one time as an amateur, then I fought pro. Then my first pro fight was on a televised portion on the card. Oh, wow. Um, so... The only fight I've ever had that was not on TV was my first amateur fight. All the other ones have been on a televised card and like That's a big deal. How did that feel for deal. you? Yeah. Um it was all new. Like my first amateur fight was new to me. So I yeah. didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Then I didn't have any expectations going into my first pro fight or being on TV cuz like you have nothing no idea what to expect. So it was new. Yeah. And then I fought new like TV, TV, TV. And then I did the Contender Series, and that's a whole new environment because it's like you're not in front of a crowd. It's a very intimate. It's a very intimate mm-hmm. arena. You know, you have your family, you have your coaches, yeah. and then you have their family and their coaches. And that's really like all that's allowed in the room. And mm-hmm. then you have like the judges, and you have like um, Dana and Sean and Mick mm-hmm. and like all of those guys, and then you have the ref. And like that's it. Yeah. And there's no music, there's no screaming, there's no nothing. So um, that was a new environment. Sure. Um, and then, obviously, the UFC fight. Like, that's a new environment. Like, it's always been a new thing. So I've never, like, had too much expectation or, like, too much, like, I don't know. It's hard to be nervous necessarily or, like, anxious because I'm I'm used to things being new and changing. That's so cool so that I'm you said that because I, I was literally wanting to, act, like, thinking – were you nervous? Like your first UFC fight? Like, I didn't. How did I wasn't. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't. Like yeah. it didn't feel, I didn't have any of that because I'm just That's like cool. so used to like the the changing. Sure. And it, it was more so just excitement. Like I just like, as soon as someone's, so like I'll get the nerves, I'll get a little bit of like anxiousness mm-hmm. before the fight and like when I'm in the back. But as soon as we go to walk out, like, and I've done this the past three fights. I don't know why. It must be because my opponents are girls and they pick good music. But, like, I've sang every single walkout song of theirs. Like, when they go to walk oh, really? out, I'm, like, <laughs> jamming in the back to their walkout song. And it's ridiculous. I'm, like, energized. I'm happy. And my coach is, like, really? You're talking, like, you're, like, making fun of a dog over there. And you're, like, singing over here. Like, singing their walkout song. And then you walk, go to walk out. But, like, I just can't get the smile off my face. Well, you're happy to be there. I just, I am. And I know that I'm prepared. And like, that's the fight to me is, yes, it's a fight. It's intense. And, and I'm not going out there to, to screw around. I'm going out there to finish someone. Yeah. But I also know that none of that matters until I'm inside. Yeah. Everything else is like, man, I've done everything I need to do to get here. And then now I'm here and I'm just going to enjoy this and be happy. And, you know, interviews, I'm going to do them. I'm going to have fun, pictures people you know you just got to enjoy it and and then you know as soon as the cage shuts i'm like this is my time and i'm not walking out of here until (laughs) something like you're bloody like 
until I'm walking yeah, out. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're like, like, like I just I, I can't like that's the, that the, the switch does happen. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah, you, I'm not leaving here until I win. Like that is a thing that I or until I've given everything I can. Sure. You know, whether I whether I win or not. Yeah. You better believe that I'm going to do everything I possibly can to win that fight. And so I think that's very present when you fight. Like it's it's very obvious, is what I'm saying. Yeah, certain like even ones in I your get last crazy. fight, how you what did you say? Certain ones I have had crazy. I have you seen that? So my fight in the contender I, series, okay. people always said that they're like, dude, dude, she's got the crazy eye. Like her, I feel like I know my eyes are huge. That, that is they are. <laughs> they they are, get big. They're so pretty. Well, when you fight, they get bigger. Do you think? When I train jujitsu, no, no, no. It's, you know why I say that? No, but for real. When, when I train jujitsu, like my brothers will make, like sometimes in certain positions, like, my eyes tense. get what? Yeah. I think it's our eyebrows. I think we just raise our eyebrows a lot. Is that what it is? I yeah, don't my know. Eyes, I don't know. But to, like my last fight and the fight before, my last two fights, I didn't do that. Yeah. But the one in the contender series, um, I don't know why I'm giving people ammo. Like this is so such ammo for anybody no. on social media. It really is. Oh really? Yeah, it is. Oh whatever. Um, They'll find it anyways. Trust so me. So in the whole, it's the in the whole fight. Like I just had this. Like my chin was down, but my eyes were like really open. And the only thing I can go back to is like a, a childhood movie that we used to watch called Bedtime Stories with Adam Sandler. Oh, I don't know um, it. There's this. There's a scene where there's they're like the two kids are in bed and they're like, oh, that are because he's this guy goes to tuck his kids in for his niece and nephew and they have a hamster called Bugsy. Okay. And Maybe you are. Like, well, why is he called Bugsy? And like his eyes are ginormous. And he oh turns God. around. and He's like, those eyes would be big on a cow. <laughs> it's like it's so funny. So now anytime I fight and I and I or I see that fight, I'm like, oh Man, no, are you- Bugsy. Like that's my nickname now. Like my eyes are massive. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it makes me laugh. But yeah, um, it's classic. No, you have big, beautiful eyes. But I'm okay. sure, like when you're fighting, well, I mean, listen, everything's intense. It they is. might they might get a little they wide at some points. Okay, exactly. <laughs> There ain't no blinking happening. <laughs> I think what was so rad at your last fight, like you said, you had that first round. It was like, uh And then I think it was actually really cool to see how you came back in the second, though. There's something cool. Like, yeah, I do. I'm sure it that shows first, a little bit more. About that's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like, dang. OK, wait, because, you know, the first one, like you said, it wasn't your ideal, you know, but the way you came back was like, oh, shit, like when you talk about right now, like I'm going in there to do this, that job has to get with your eyes. Like, no, you don't have, you just, yeah, you were relentless. You were relentless. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have to be, you cannot be in there. You know, you can't be, you can't mess around in there. You can't, you can't give them anything and, and you can't have any form of compassion in that. Like that's a, it's a sad thing, but you really can't, you can't have any, non-desire to hurt that person sure as bad as that sounds like like i don't go into a fight and i don't go into a fight being like man i'm gonna break your neck or like i'm gonna hurt you like right but i have this like i have this desire i'm like i don't ever want to let someone walk out of a cage without knowing that they were in a fight you know yeah that's just the level of like how i feel in my in my heart is like I'd rather finish someone or make sure that someone, and this is the non-gentle side of me, the non-jujitsu side of me <laughs> that, that I'm sure a lot of people in jujitsu would be not proud of. But like, I don't get as it's not as fulfilling to me necessarily to finish a fight with a with a choke in like the very last second. 
Mm. I mean, I, I don't know what that's like, though. So yeah. I can't speak on it fully. Yeah. Um, it may be. Yeah. But I haven't really felt that. But there's nothing that I've felt that's better than finishing someone and like and and having the ref have to save them. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I Not you know, that I know. Really I can feeling. imagine. Like, like having something like where someone needs to be saved from that environment. Mm-hmm. That's a really empowering feeling and like a really good feeling, a dominant feeling of like. No, that was mine. And there was not a single doubt in my mind that I finished that fight. I won that fight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, not personally, Versus like yeah. if you, <laughs> if some fights you see um, and you're like, you know, someone will put up a really good fight, but they'll, they might mentally break or they might have an off night and they take the easy way out, you know, rather than, than rather than, than, than leveling up themselves yeah. and being like, no, I'm not going to back out of this. Yeah. I'm going to continue to fight because they have the skill, but they may not have that mental edge. Right. So, you know, for whatever reason, maybe you're on the top and you're, you're like, you're, you're, you're winning and they just roll over, give up their back and you, they let you choke them out. You know, I feel like they quit on themselves, but that wasn't like, I didn't technically beat you. Right. You know, like that wasn't yeah. just, a conte- a, just a technical battle. Sure. That was a little more of a mental battle. Like yeah. to me, I'm like, I won that fight mentally, but I want to win it mentally and physically. Like I want you to break and then I want to finish you. That's why mindset, man. Mind is so everything, right? Just, I really do think it's such a huge component just to life, not even just fighting, obviously, but I feel like we all have a fighter in us, right? In life. But yeah, it's so, um, it's really, it's really impressive when you can witness in, in, you know, connected to your career, when you can witness a fighter's mind in the octagon, you know, going through everything that they're going through. That's some fucking rad shit to watch. And it's certainly something that I'm paying attention to, too. So it's like one part, look at, you know, whatever the technical fight moves, but like to watch them. Because you could, I can see when somebody's crumbling. I can see when someone's like yeah, the lion in them is fighting. you can even see it before they even go in there. That's you know, like true, too. Yeah, for but sure. You can definitely see the psychology breaking. of it all is yeah. so interesting, right? Yeah, for sure. That's cool. So, um, Okay, outside of, because I know that you love your career, and I know that, like, fighting is so fun for you, but I'm curious to, what do you do for fun outside of training? And What do I do for fun? Yeah. Oh, man. What, who what, is what Macy? Ooh, who is she? Um, <laughs> gosh. Okay, so that's what we were getting on to. That's something I was going to tell you about. Oh. Before we rabbit trailed, because women <laughs> Roxy are Roxy rabbit that. hole. We are good at that. Don't you know my nickname by now? Roxy rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. Well, we went from talking about what I, what I did as sports to... So back to fighting. But um, before all that, when I was like 14, 15, I thought I was going to own a bakery. That's cute. Isn't it? I have like this, this un, like not many people know, but like I had this skill, like, like I'm really artistic. Oh. And I always liked to cook and like bake, not because like. I was obsessed with food, but I was obsessed with how you could make it look. I love that. Like, I would, and I actually, I actually made my sister's wedding cake for her wedding. No way. In June. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's like that's I'll a big deal. Wedding cake. Yeah, it was I want to really see. Pretty. That's rad. Uh huh. It was called. It's what they call like a naked wedding cake. So it was like the you can see the cake through the frosting. I don't know about this kind um, of cake. But it was a naked. Beautiful. That's rad. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. I love um, it. Sounds like a sexy cake. 
It is. It, <laughs> it actually was a really sexy cake. Yay. Like, if you could have a sexy cake, I think that's Yeah, of course fun. you can. Yes. My food is sexy. How is that bison it tonight? It was. Oh, my gosh. That was <laughs> <laughs> that recipe is in your book, right? It's in my ebook, yes. That's so out, good. Right? It's out. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I'm I'm getting your ebook. But um, <laughs> You're the cutest. Yeah. The, so you made this cake. I made the cake. But like that's what I did. Like I even like it's the artistic side of it is something I was a lot of I was really drawn to. But then I realized I didn't like doing dishes. Oh, so, you were funny. That flew out the window and I continued to train and like all that. And that really, the, the training and all of that really took over my whole life. Like, yeah, like I love to, to make things look cool and like baking and whatever and like giving it to people. But that like, yeah, I'm not, I'm yeah. an athlete. Like you I am, athlete. you know, and I just, that's something that's inside of me. But <clears throat> so I do that. Uh, my family and I actually own a coffee shop in Wisconsin. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if you knew that. But, no, I don't think I did. Um, yeah, so when we moved in December, we bought a sh- coffee shop in Wales, Wisconsin. Okay. Um, it's called Black Canyon Coffee. And oh, we, cool. That, it was a coffee shop that has been open for like 13 years. Mm-hmm. And this older lady, just she kind of got done. She was tired, didn't want to run it anymore, so we kind of took it over. And Bad. now my whole family just runs it. and That's got to be fun. Like the I love coffee, coffee shop. I love coffee. It's such and a that's cool why. environment. But I, like, I can only spend so much time in it because I'm like, I need to enjoy my coffee. Yeah. And I don't want to obsess over coffee because right. I'm never going to not love coffee. And I don't <laughs> want anything to ruin that for me. <laughs> totally. Like I'm never going to get sick of it because I don't no. want to, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we own a coffee shop. But outside of that, I mean... I grew up in the mountains, like I told you, yeah. for like eight years. We would ride dirt bikes, hiking, hunting, mm-hmm. fishing, boating. I'm an outdoors That's girl. cool. Like, like I'm a very, like, old-fashioned, like... Nature. Yeah. Yeah. Like what we used to be as people, you know, you'd go out and you'd, you'd do things rather than spending a lot of time inside. It's really cool, especially because you're younger. You know, I come from the time period where... That's we played outside as kids, yeah. and when it was you got dark, in the mud. <laughs> then you you got in the mud. We built clubhouses. Yes, when it's dark, you come home. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. But you know, but it's not like that anymore. I don't. Yeah. No, but it's so cool because I think you know, we those who grew up in this time period can so now see how beneficial it was. The you value know? of it. Oh. The value. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah, it was, it's keeps amazing. you grounded. Just, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I love. Like I feel so much happier when I'm outside. Yeah, like me too. all I wanted to do, I think it was last week, was I went hiking every single day for like the whole week. I went to Colorado because in Wisconsin you have one mountain and it's like a hill. You could summit the whole thing in like five minutes. <laughs> um. So when I went out to Colorado, I'm like, all right, I'm going hiking with you. I'm going hiking with you. Someone wants to meet up for dinner. Eh, let's go hiking. Like, like that's all we did was let's go hiking. Yeah. Um, and it was so much fun. And I was like, I felt so happy, like, the entire week. And it was just because I was outside, you know, and I was able to see, like, have sunshine and it was nice weather. Yeah. Um, and when you're outside and you're you're not connected to something, mm-hmm. like, if you're hiking, you can't really be on your phone, you know. So, like, you're really connected to yourself and like outside and you can actually think and process and and by thinking and processing I'm like talking about my life like I like think about everything from what I want to do in five years to what I want to do like 
the next day. Yeah. And also just assessing like where I've come from, where I've been, what I where I want to go, like all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. It kind of helps you you mentally reset. So outside is amazing. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Yeah. I'm a nature dork too. I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so I think, great. I think it's this so year healthy, I'm, I'm man. I'm trying to find a spot close to the lake so I can do some like paddle boarding, swimming. That'll be on nice. Because we're, we're really close. Yeah. To I think like Michigan, maybe. That's cool. So I'd like to go out on the lake a lot. Um, you have a we'll lot see. of, you have a lot to look forward to. I'm excited for you. There's a lot coming up. You're, yeah. you know, the way that you're approaching everything, I, like I said earlier, I feel like it just feels really healthy and, you know, it's all, I'm not saying it's all figured out, not by any means, but it's more of a I don't framework. Think any life is. No, and you it's know? really a framework. It's like, yeah. how how are you, you know, are you living more reactionary? Are you, are you in more of a growth mindset? Are you more closed? Are you, you know, are you paying attention? What are you paying attention? All that stuff. And so... I think I feel like um, it's going to be fun to watch you evolve, you know, just not just, you know, as a fighter in your career, but like as a human evolve. Um, It'll be it's going to be cool. The baking thing is sticking with me in my mind right now. (laughs) I'm like, this will be cool. I wonder if it comes back in her life in some way. It kind of has a little bit just like with the coffee shop, but like I don't do much of it. Yeah, but I do some. Yeah. No, it's well, it's weird because sometimes it's like not the. Oh, because you're going to be a baker one day. Maybe it's like you, you, I'm just creating this right now. Now watch it ends up being a thing. Can you imagine? But like because of your health journey and because of, you know, your love for sport and because of your love for fighting and, or sorry, like baking and all, there's something that comes out of that. Like it's this thing that you don't know yet and I don't know yet, but it's, it's, that's just, it's fun to watch how that I happens. I mean, Misha Tate kind of did that. Did she? What did she do? I don't she know about it. She used to do cake, cakes. No way. I didn't yeah. know that. That's like funny. Cupcakes or something like that. Oh That's really? Oh wait. Okay, yeah. got it. That's where. Yeah. Got it. And yeah. She interesting. Does. She has, like her own YouTube channel kind of thing with like. Cute. I don't know if she's keeping up with it, but I know that she was doing that for quite some time. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like it doesn't always have to be the literal or the, the main thing. But when we go through life and we pay attention to the things that we find interest in and the things that we're good at, and you know, we don't. Uh, you know, we invest somewhat in him. It doesn't have to be the whole picture, but I'm just saying you can take, I know this from my person. Exactly. That's, I have an analogy and it's terrible and it's cheesy, but I use it all the time. Like I always give the people the example of like, if you imagine your life and this is how I look at my life is it's a giant jigsaw puzzle. Like it's a puzzle and you have this fascinating image Right. And you, you go and you get it and you like, okay, I see this image. Right. And you see the image and in your mind, like for your life, you see the image that you want your life to be. Right. And you have this picture and you see it. Right. And then you also have the puzzle and you, you see the picture and, and that's how it's supposed to be. Well, like when you go along and, you're, and you're, you're building this puzzle, you're putting together this puzzle. When you first start out, like, like there's going to be so many pieces. You're like, what the heck is this for? You know, and you like keep putting them in. You're like, well, this one's black and it's stupid. And like, I didn't make the picture any better, you know, but then when you get done and and you're at the end of that and you look back and you're like, look at the picture. You're like, wow, that's amazing. But say that one little black piece that you're like, what was that for? Like what? That's a nasty looking like that's an ugly piece of a puzzle. Like what would that possibly do for that puzzle? Yeah. And you take that little piece out and you look at the puzzle. You're like, something's missing, Mm -hmm. you know? So like if you look at your life like that, you may have these deep, dark things or like these, these 
crappy days or these awful things that you go through and you go through that day and you're like what could this possibly do for my life Mm -hmm. you know or you have like the peace like that's that's beautiful and you're like oh that's that kind of makes it looks good you Mm -hmm. know it kind of makes it look nice but if you are missing anything like that and you like something's missing you know yeah or if you were to go back through your life and you take away those black pieces you're like i'll take those away take those out of my life or if you had thrown those in the garbage when you first got that puzzle, mm-hmm. there would always be that little bit that's not there. You yeah. Know? No, that's And that's cool. like getting really deep. But like that's how I no. view my life. It's like it's like a puzzle. And you look back and you're like, wow, any of those are missing and it's just something's not complete. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. It's appreciating all of it and being open to what you were not fully able to understand yet. Right. But putting it in anyways and accepting it and being like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right. Yeah. If that's supposed to be there, then so be it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's not cheesy. You can use that in you your said life. Such a cheesy. Okay. I taught you something. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm putting it in my back pocket and Save carry that it for your. Uh, hey, young, but it's not just from, me. For your aging process. Thank you. As you grow up in this life. You just gifted every as I grew up. I know. <laughs> as I level up, <laughs> you just gifted all of us with it. I love it. Okay, so I want to ask. I'm, I want to do. Um, it's like a fun thing I like to do on my podcast um, as I choke. Um, okay. I want to just kind of throw some words at you and okay. there's no speed here. It's not like you have to, it's not a race. Also, I just want not like a minute to win it thing. It's no, not it's like not a minute I, to okay, win okay, it. Okay. But um, I just want to, I just want to know what your thoughts are when you hear the words, like what does it mean to you? So Ooh. you ready? This is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say that now, but then I'm going to hear the word. I'm going to be like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, they're pretty, they're like, they're, I don't want to say they're basic. They're important. They're like pillars. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to think hard on the word or do you want me to just to say the first word that comes to my mind? I mean, it could be top of head if you want, but you know, it's up to you. We got, we got time. My mic and I are ready. Okay. Ready? I know. (laughs) I mean, how cool is a hot pink microphone? Of course. It feels so sexy right now. Well, this is very Blackwell Beauty. I mean, come on, we got the pink, the the pink and the black. My blanket has peace signs on it. It's got what? Oh, peace Peace signs? signs (laughs) (laughs) I feel very fitting. That is amazing. I know you're all cozy. I love it. Um, All right. Ready? Here we go. Fear. Fear. Okay. Mm, I think fear to me is like, I think it's, the way I would put it is like, if I was to think of like what makes me afraid is the unknown. Like, what you don't know and you feel the you feel fear and like that feeling when you're not sure of what's what's next and you can't control it so it's like uncontrollability okay yeah rad yeah ready for the next like one an a plus i know i know, I, know. <laughs> I saw your eyes i was like i was about it's to like, say there's there's no grading here there's no test scores <laughs> No, I'm just curious. I love it. I love it. No, it's awesome. Um, makes perfect sense. But fear is also growth. Oh, okay. You, you're, you can keep elaborating. There you go. No, that's all okay. I, to I I just had another thought. I was like, well, usually when I get afraid of something like, and you overcome it, you have this sense of like accomplishment too. Hell so, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I okay. think I just made my answer yeah. better. <laughs> I got an A plus for sure. You are so for you got an A plus for sure. I love it. Okay, love. A plus plus love. Ooh, uh, I think I actually was thinking about this one a little bit. 
not not just now but earlier (laughs) (laughs) to me love ultimately is not like when a lot of people are like oh i love you they take it as like a romantic i love you Mm -hmm. and i think it could have such a deeper meaning and to me it's like i genuinely care about your well-being Mm-hmm. And about like your, you as a person. So like, when I tell someone like I'm like I love you, it's not, you know, like like it's I think it's I think it's an overused word, honestly. I I mean I definitely I think it's an overused. I express word. it like, like when people are like, oh, I time. love you. Yeah. You know, you tell people like you know like when I talk to my mom or my my family or anybody, I'm like, you know, you say love you, bye. Right. Like I think that that's just like it's watered down. Like, it shouldn't be something that it's, like, a habit of saying. It should be, like, a true, like, I genuinely care about you and I want you to feel, like, I bring it really deep here. <laughs> hey, but, like, but side note, Roxy lives, I just said Roxy. Fuck, I live on the deep end, in the deep yeah, end. Yeah, okay, fair. I mean, hello, I'm all cozy. I'm like, mm-hmm, keep going, I'm listening. Yeah, your eyes are closed. To, no. like, love you. Oh, well, I'm the queen of love, too. Like, I'm always love. No, but love. I think it's, I think it's, there's so it's like it really is like a it's just like this big thing like you can't just you know you can't just water it down you know yeah well, no i get it because oh, here let me let me let me say something. give me some so, words because i'm yeah. my words up. no well it's funny because um so i say i love you a lot in my life yeah. right to, to the to the people I, even sometimes um you know, just to people who I don't necessarily have a long history with or, but I just feel like in that moment with them, whatever we exchanged, there was something, a friend, it was, I just, and I'm I'm not even talking about like my best friends because they're, they're always getting the I loves you, I love yous. But for me, I, it's like, I feel so much love truly in my life, in my heart, in my being. It's like the driving force behind fucking everything I do that it just, it, it just comes out of me. Now there are different degrees. There are different, right, yeah. absolutely. There's the romantic love, but you know, and it, and I don't want to say unfortunately, but like, you know, it's what we got in English. It's like English is actually a, you know, it's a beautiful language, but it's it could be less deep than other languages. So right, yeah. but I've had people. There's not tell many me, words that that you know. Like you can I, I've had I, I've had I've had friends say to me before, like in the history in my life, you love everybody. What do you What do you love about me? Like you because because I'm such an I love you, and it's funny. And then later they would realize um, that membership actually has its fucking privileges in my life. And yes, while I am very warm and open and loving, there's levels to love. Don't get there's, it twisted. So you aren't, you, there is a small space around this woman for fucking only a few people. I got a lot of people and I'm open and I'm able to love. And I, I think that that right. is a, like a, it's a powerful, powerful thing for me to kind of maneuver through my life because essentially it's just like, I'm open but just right. to say, just to go to kind of give you something, I know what you're talking about because there have been people in my life who have literally been like, but you love everybody. I'm like, that's not fucking true. <laughs> just because I am expressive with love, that doesn't mean that, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's an interesting thing. It's almost like we need another like we need, you need like you need like another word almost. we need another like, word in between like 
we like that or I love that. Like, right. Like, they're like, I like you or you're like, I love you. Like, yeah. You need something in between. I adore you. Yeah. But then it's like, yeah. I know. It's like, meh. But like, I feel like when you like on just like a normal level, if you like say that you love it, it's like almost like saying that you, you really like something, but it's like, it's just like more, you know? Yeah. But like on a person level, like I don't tell many people that I love them. You know, like I just don't, you know, yeah. like I, because you're right you have a small circle yeah and i feel like i don't like to overuse that word too much and i I use that about that's just like an easier way or like the same way of me telling people i'm like hey i really like i truly care about you yeah like that's what i'm saying when i tell people i'm like yeah of I course love you, you know? yeah yeah it's or like it's, if you were to call me in the middle of the night like even if i've known you for like however long you know i'll be like i'll help you out you know yeah i got your back like on whatever yeah yeah. I love it. I think that's what it means. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's no... It's, so I it's, love you. Well, you know what's no, interesting? I love you too. You know what's so interesting? You have any help. Well, you know what? Thank you. Yeah. Likewise. Fuck yeah. Um, no, you know what's cool too? It's, it's cool to ask these questions because we know that we are constantly evolving. I wonder how you'll answer that in five years from now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's an interesting thing, yeah. right? That's actually a question I ask a lot of people. I'm like, what is love to you? Like, what does that mean to you? Really? Like, you just know? random people. I'm like, what's love? Like, like I do. I ask it. It's a weird question, but I just, I That's do. Because cool. like, it's fun to see what everyone's view of what that is really is. Because a lot of people are like, well, they don't really have a, a deep answer. Yeah. And like, my answer could be like the whole length of this podcast. Oh, girl. I mean, yeah. And people then, who listen to this some. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I hang out. I live in the deep end. It's expressed it all the time. I don't know how not to, actually. It's, it's, I have to kind of check myself sometimes just for the sake of time. For the sake um, of everyone else. For the sake of everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, it's beautiful. I love it. And it'll be cool to see if it evolves or not. Um, next word is challenge. Hmm, challenge. I think it's opportunity. Yes. <laughs> now, Dude, now it looks like I'm testing or scoring. Yes. No, Again, I, just, I, plus, plus, no plus. I just love it because I just love it because that's exactly how I frame it too. Okay. Challenge is opportunity. Okay. But yeah. And nailed it. No. no. No, but I really do think that way. I think like if you like... When you look at something and you're like, you have like this, like a mountain, right? Mm-hmm. That's your challenge. It's an opportunity to get to the top. And when you get to the top, you know that not everybody gets to the top. You right. know, like not everybody does that. Right. So you have the opportunity to be different. You have the opportunity to be better. You have the opportunity to obviously overcome that challenge. So I think it's like that, that would be the word to put with challenge. For I sure. love it. Yeah. It's badass, yep. That's me again. Hey, yeah. girl. <laughs> um, okay, success. Ooh, success to me is okay. So it's not perfect. That's that's one thing. Um, I think that the success Love that. Success to me like if I think about the word like I, it, I, I instantly it comes to mind like a, I picture like the hard things like I instantly picture like the problems and the the hard times and like all the issues that you have to go through 
And again, you challenged and you overcame those. And through that, you end with this, with the success. And that's, that only comes from the hard things. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's really cool. The way you framed it. Fuck yeah, girl. <laughs> Listen, this is going to be exciting, like I said, to witness you, to support you, to cheer you on. Like you've got a lot coming up. Um, is there anything that you want to put out that you haven't in this conversation, our very first podcast together? Um, before Thanks I- for inviting me to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking me on a date. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, that is so funny. I know. What do I have to put out? Uh, I don't really have anything like... No pressure. Honestly, just, just, yeah. I love asking because if there's anything that, you know, it's like just feeling. I could say like follow me on Instagram, but I feel like I should. Well, like, no, that's for sure is happening. You and like, <laughs> no, we, we got to help each other out. <laughs> you first. No, honestly, I think I'm, I think I'm mainly, I'm just like, like, that's what people ask on the interviews. They're like, do you want to give a shout out to your Instagram? I'm like, I think it's going to build itself from now on. Like, I'm just going to put on these performances. Well, you know? that's for sure. But, but people, yeah. yeah, we definitely need to tell yeah, people yeah. where to keep up with you. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no. Yeah, they'll find me if they want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can help them out, yeah. too. I think we can help them out. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and your Instagram's cool. I mean, you're so driven, and you're so um, vision-focused, you know, and, like, and really just, just you're on a path. You're on a fucking path, and it's cool. It's cool to witness on the sidelines, um, and, yeah, I'm excited. Like well, it's I said. cool because also like yours has kind of inspired me a little bit. Like obviously as as like just not just Thank me, you. but like everybody else. Like Thank just you. being able to like read on on what you have is like I follow all the posts that you make and it's like, Thank you. Like I can't talk to you every day, but I can like read what you write and it's almost like talking to you. So it like helps <laughs> you know, it it doesn't just help me, it helps a lot of people. But yeah, so honestly I think Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, girl. I'm gonna say thank you, Instagram. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> has its, you know, there's great things about it. Social media is a trip, you know. There's things that obviously. There's good and bad. Yeah, there's, well, it's like there's, yeah. Honestly, yeah. there is. Yeah, there's things that are just, the connection value, that, that the way that we're able to connect is is beautiful and it's powerful. Right. You know. Agreed. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, now you are turned on to Four Sigmatic. Yes, very much. <laughs> yeah. And and the recipe book. And the ebook. 2.0. Yeah, ex- I know, right? And what else? And we didn't go to a movie. We did And didn't. to be continued. Exactly. Perfect. Boom. Okay, wait. Where do they follow you? Just Speaking of this Instagram. Honestly, it's just my name. Okay. Everything's yeah. in the show just notes, people. Yeah. Girl. I love how we're just so chilling. It's like Saturday night, girls With night. Four sigmatic, not. I, I know. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, follow this amazing human. Watch her do her thing. It's super impressive, and we're gonna have some more four sigmatic right now. So we're piecing out. All right, I want to high five you, Bing. thanks so much for tuning into this episode you guys if you loved it please share it on your social throw it up on your instagram stories and tag me i'm at black belt beauty i am also at roxy look r-o-x-y-l-o-o-k 
I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.